So Heavenly Father, we bless you. We honor your name. We exalt thee and we bless you. If not you who has been on our side, if not you who have kept us till this moment, if not you who have sustained us, Lord, the earth would have swallowed us. We saw the beginning of Chenoah. We saw the end of Chenoah. We saw the beginning of February. We saw the end of February. We came into the month of March, the month of April, the month of May. It was like we are not going to see the end of this month. Thousands and millions were killed by this demonic virus. God, in your infinite mercies, Lord, you made us to be part of those that are alive to tell the stories. Lord, we saw the single digit of the year in the month that is ending today. The ninth, the eighth month. And we are about entering the ninth month. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are the beginning and the end. Because you brought us to the beginning of August and you have brought us to the end of August, we are trusting you. That you who brought us to the end of August will take us to the beginning of the month of September. And we shall also see the end of September. Receive all the glory. This family, the executive chapter for Gospel Businessmen Fellowship International, Lord, we didn't bury any of us in during this pandemic. And Lord, this year will not see the end of any of us. We shall see the end of 2020. In the name of Jesus Christ. Have your way this evening. Speak to us and keep on blessing us. In Jesus' name we pray it. Amen. Give Jesus a very for him. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. We thank God for his faithfulness and his love. I just checked on the time and I saw his uh, 625 and we are meant to leave here like at 7 o'clock. So in other words, I have barely 20 minutes. To just pay what? Genesis chapter 12. I'll be speaking briefly on what I titled Generational Blessing. Generational Blessing. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, and verse 4. And then we rush to Genesis chapter 13, 5 to 15. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. 
Now the Lord, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And then you or the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Genesis 13 from verse 5. Lot also who went with Abraham had flocks and heads and pens. Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the headsmen of Abraham's livestock and the headsmen of Lot's livestock, and the Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So Abraham said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my headsmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren. It's not the whole land before you, please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or, if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lord lifted up, lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Judah, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as it goes towards Zohar. Then Lord chose for himself all the plain of Judah, and Lord journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Yes, to 13. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lord dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. To 13. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, because of time, I will talk about Lot. The Bible says that God called everyone and said to him to leave his kingdom, leave his family. And that if he obeys, he was going to bless him. And not only will he bless him, he said, the blessing that I will give to you, you will also become a channel by which I will bless nations, generations, generations upon. And the Bible says in verse 4 that Abraham left. And when Abraham left, the word of God said, Lord followed him. God didn't tell Abraham to go with Lord. 
verse. Abraham took the risk by taking Lot along with him. And the word of God said in chapter 13, in fact, when you read verse 1, verse 2, the Bible says that, and God blessed Abraham in silver, with gold, with cattle. And the word of God said, and Lot also, who followed Abraham, was blessed. The man that was not spoken to by God, the man that God did not promise to bless, but because he followed a man who had the promise of the blessing, and because the man obeyed God, heaven opened, the man was blessed, and the man that followed the man that had the promise, who was Lord, was also blessed. He was not blessed because he was the one that God spoke to. But he was blessed because he was connected to the man who had the blessing, the promise of blessing. Somebody say here. The Bible says in verse 13 of that place, so, sorry, chapter 13. I wanted to look at this man, Lord. This man who was nobody. If you know the story of Lord, you will know that Lord lost his father at a very tender age. Lord didn't know his father. When the father died, the Bible says that Abraham who happened to be the father's brother, took the responsibility of taking care of Lot. And the word of God said, Lot was like a man that had no future. His future was blank. But he went with Abraham, and Abraham took him as his own son. And the Bible said in that chapter 13, that Lord was living in a tent. Lord had livestock. Lord was a great man like Abraham. The same blessing that God gave to Abraham was given to Lord because he was with a man with a blessing. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 13, verse 5, the Bible says, Lord also, who went with Abraham, had flocks and heads and tents. Lord also, who went with Abraham, Bible emphasized that because he went with Abraham, he had flocks like Abraham, he had heads like Abraham, and then he had deaths like Abraham. But this man, who was fool, this man, Lord, who had all these blessings, the Bible says, he entered 
penniless. This man, who was once a celebrity, this man who had all that Abraham had, the word of God says, and when you read Genesis chapter 19, Genesis chapter 19, verse 36 and 37. Genesis 19. Thus, both the daughters of Lord, thus both the daughters of Lord were with child by their father. Verse 37. The firstborn bought his son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. Verse 38. And the younger, she also bought a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. Someone say here. A man that carried blessing like Abraham. Because he followed Abraham. Abraham was a man with a promise. To you shall the nations of the world be blessed. And this man lost the nephew for the day. And he also had the same blessing. But the Bible says, a man that was called to be a generational blessing ended up sleeping with his two biological daughters and gave birth to two sons that became the father of Ammon and Moab that became slaves to Israel that are also the people that are troubling the world till today. The product of a man that was once a blessing ended up becoming a curse to the world. A man that was once that had a tent, had heads, had cattle. The Bible says that this man eventually lived in a mountain and ended up living in a cave. A guy that had a mansion before. A guy that people were looking up and were praying to be like him. A man that had tenants. A man that had all that anyone could wish to have. The Bible says he ended up living on the mountain. Ended up living in a cave. And then ended up sleeping with his two daughters. Question. What happened between chapter 12 of Genesis verse 4 and here Genesis 19 what transpired what was it that made a man that started well ended this way what happened to Lord that followed a man with a promise that was highly 
also by God to end this way. Beloved, it's not how well. It doesn't matter where you are now. The most important thing is how well you end. You can be up today. You can be down tomorrow. I discovered six things that made Lot to end the way he ended. And probably because of time, I will only take maybe two. Number one, this man, Lot, became a failure, a generational cause, lost the blessings that God gave to him because he had the spirit of rivalry. Competitive spirit. A guy that was nobody. A guy that had no promise. There was no promise given to him by God. A guy that his future was blank. Because his uncle took the risk. If you know the scripture, you will know. That as soon as Abraham took Lord, God didn't speak to him again. And if you know the meaning of Lord, Lord simply means covering. Lord means covering. That means the moment Abraham took Lord, Abraham became blind. Though he was seen physically, he could not see spiritually. And that was why in chapter 13, when Lord separated from Abraham, the Bible says, and God says to Abraham, I didn't tell you to take Lord. You took him out of sympathy. You took him because you felt that he was your brother's Son who had no father, who had no mother, and I think that's probably what even killed his father was because there was a cause placed on that family that no, none of the three brothers will have a child. If you know your scripture very well, you know that the brother of Abraham also had no child until Abraham had separated from them. Abraham had already left Haran when the news came to him many years after that his brother's wife had taken him. It was like any of them that tried to have a child will not leave to tell the story. So this one had a son. And the Bible didn't record the name of Lord's mother. And as soon as he happened to be the last among the three brothers, and he was the first to die. And the Bible said, Abraham took him. And when he took him, the word of God said, God blessed Abraham and blessed Lord also who followed Abraham. But the word of God said, as soon as the blessing came on him, the guy felt that he had arrived. The guy felt 
that he could compete with his uncle. The Bible says in chapter 13, get Genesis chapter 13, verse 6 and verse 7. The word of God said, yes. Now the land was not able to support them. That they might dwell together for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. Verse 7. And there was strife between the headsmen of Abraham's livestock and the headsmen of Lord's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites, they dwelt in that land. These two nations mentioned caught my attention. These two nations, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, were comfortable to live with Abraham. But Abraham's brother, who he had, could not live peacefully with Abraham. Outsiders, strangers, were comfortable. They never fought with Abraham. But his nephew, who he took risk for, who felt that he had possession also like Abraham. Who felt that he had made money also like Abraham? Picked up quarrel with Abraham. Who were the people that fought with Joseph? His brothers. Who was the guy that challenged David in the battlefield? His brother, Eliab. Others were comfortable with Abraham, with David. Others were comfortable with Joseph, but their brothers were the one that picked up a fight with them. I don't know whether you've ever had the experience of the people that fight you are your own people. The people that strive and struggles with you are your own people. And in most cases, people you have. People you suffered for. People you sacrificed for. People you, 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 you stayed whatever you had for. And the people also that when they rise to fight, they don't look back. They don't look back. This same guy that was nothing that's got the blessing that the connections to his possession was to Abraham was the one that picked up a fight with the same man that hurt him. Hear me, I'm hearing well. When you fight the finger that fits you, there is a God in heaven that knows how to bring you down from down your high horse. There is a God in heaven that knows that there was somebody who climbed on his shoulder to get to where you are. Nobody. You know, we are too full of ourselves. There are people that you look at, you see, you see pride written all over them. Because of 
the little change that they have. The Bible says, no man receiveth anything except it is given to him from above. And there is no one that ever made it in life that God did not use somebody to make it. Help me look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, drop your shoulder. Shout it louder. Neighbor, drop your shoulder. Shout it again. Neighbor, drop your shoulder. Drop your shoulder. He forgot the second thing that finished this guy was that he had the spirit of forgetfulness. He forgot where he was coming from. That was exactly the same thing that Samuel reminded Saul of when he went to, when God sent him to go and kill the, the Amalekites. And the Bible said, you know the story well. When Samuel came, Samuel reminded him, he said, were you not little in your eyes when God picked you? You were nothing when God picked you up. Beloved, don't ever forget your yesterday. Don't ever forget when you were nothing. Because God said to Abraham, He said, I will give you a name among the names. That means he is the one that gives a man name. No man taking this honor upon himself. There are people that are fighting to make names for themselves. And yet, they remain nothing. Why? Because it is only God that makes and gives one name among names. It doesn't matter how you strive, how you fight. God said to Abraham, I will make, give you a name. That way when God was saying that, and Lot was close to Abraham. Anywhere Abraham went, Lot went with him. God was also. Though he was not the one he said was going to bless, was going to give a name to. But because he was connected to the man that carries the blessing, there was a rubber for the blessing. Lot also. Don't forget who you were yesterday before you arrived where you are today. For your information, it is obvious that none of us here, nobody here, can take the glory that you know. If if they if they cut your head, your skull now, and they open it, would they see any hair inside that? Hair, 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 hair. If they open your skull, will they see any hair? No. Eh? No. I'm asking. Eh? No. Why? Because when God did their mysteries that God has put in man, this is the same God that says that you cannot count the number of hairs on your head. That's even when you open a man's skull, you will not see hair inside. Yet, we shave our heads. And before you say, Jack, the heads are growing back again. 
question from where that is a mystery that is nobody here can take the glory upon his upon his, upon his or herself that you are the one that have kept yourself the way you are today ladies and gentlemen help me touch the devil say them all shout it louder say them all remember where you are coming from don't forget yesterday and then number three this guy lived a life of non-impact lord live a life of no impact a life of no impact genesis chapter 18 genesis chapter 18 genesis chapter 18 let me just take only verse 32 genesis 18 32 and he says let not the lord be angry and i will speak better once more suppose should be found there and he said I will not destroy it for the sake of them this was a conversation that went between God and Abraham when God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and the Bible said that Abraham said to God if we found 50 righteous will you still destroy God said no. What if you find 45? God said no. 40? No. 20? No. And then Abraham kept up. And Abraham was a God. Abraham always said to God, don't be angry. What if we find 10? You know why 10? Because Lord's family were 10 alone. Lord had five daughters. Three were married. Two were not married. Three that were married with the sons in law. We are six plus the two that were not married, eight, and then Lot and the wife, ten. So Abraham was saying, if not any other, at least my nephew and his family will, will, will prevent this destruction by the reason of their right standing with God. And God said, if I see ten, unfortunately, God did not see ten. Lot lived in Sodom and never made any impact in the life of anybody. Not even in the life of his three daughters. Did I say three daughters? Five daughters. Not even in the life of his sons-in-law. Lot, nobody repented because of Lot. He was living in Sodom, nobody gave his life or, or became righteous because of Lot. Why? Because Lot did not affect any life positively. He made no impact, positive impact in anybody's life. And that was why God said, you are not qualified for this blessing. You can't continue having this. I didn't give it to you to consume it upon your loss. I gave it to you so that through it, you can use it to draw men to me. Beloved, if you are living and nobody, no life is heading to heaven because of you. You know the worst part of this? The Bible says in this same chapter 18, the word of God said that when the angels when the solemn man came 
to sleep with the angels that visited Lot. The Bible says that Lot went out to meet the Sodomites. And the word of God said that Lot said to them, My brethren, my brethren, Lot called the Sodomites his brethren. Lot called the homosexuals his brethren. He was not warm, but they were comfortable in his, with his presence. He was not warm, but Lot also was comfortable with their presence. A young man visited me on Friday, last week Friday, with a wife. And he said, I just came out from Bible school, just finished one year course, mentioned the name of the church, said, wow, that's great, happy to hear that. And I said, and he said to me, I have a call, and my call is um, in the bar. God called me to go into the bar where people go to drink. I said, that's wonderful. And he now said to me, that the other Sunday, one pastor looked at him and said, God said you should stop drinking. And he said, he was telling me in my house, and he said, he looked at the pastor, he said, not even God can stop me from drinking. He said, because I have a call to go to bar. And, and I said, so how do you, how do you intend to win them over? He said, well, while they are drinking, I'll be drinking too. And while we are drinking, I'll be preaching to them. I said, that's okay. May God help you. Now, I now saw that it didn't start with him. Because Lord said to those men, my brethren, my brethren. That was what he addressed them as. No wonder he could not minister to them. No wonder he did not have they, 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 they not, he, he didn't, he didn't have the audacity. He didn't have the, 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 what do you call it now? The, the guts, that's the correct word. The guts, because, because they knew so much about him. They knew he was not real. Beloved, we all may be coming here every Monday, but there are people that truly know you. There are people that truly know whether you are real or not. Jesus said to his disciples, who do men say that I am? And the Bible said, one said, they say you are Elijah. The other one said you are Jeremiah. I didn't have any problem with that. You know why? At least they mentioned, they mentioned people that were close, close to what they saw in Jesus. None of them said, they say you are Absalom. None of them said, they say you are, you are Lord. <laughs> None of them say that. They mentioned those that they saw something that resembled the great prophets of old. Beloved, when men will talk about you, what testimony will they give? It is not what we see here. It is people that sees you outside here. Lord says to them, my no wonder they said to Lord, he took the angels, he took the supernatural to stop those men 
from carrying out because Lord had no power. Lord, they see Lord, they saw Lord as one of them. And that was why they could come to bang on his door. Beloved, if you are, if you don't want to end badly, declare your stand. Joshua said, choose it this day whom you will serve. If you are for God, make it known. Declare it everywhere. Let it be known everywhere. And if you're on this other side, let it be known everywhere. Don't come so that in case anything happens, full gospel will be there. It doesn't make any meaning. You know why? Because when you die, you already come. When you die, whatever thing that is done here cannot change where you are already going. And then the fourth one was that this guy was a guy that lived a life of no sacrifice. If you know the scripture, you will discover that Saul never gave, sorry, Lot never gave offering. God was blessing Lot. Lot never gave. With your scripture, it was only Abraham that was building altars and was sacrificing to God. That a man that was also blessed like Abraham never for once offered offering to God. Never gave anything to God. You know, when you keep on receiving and you are not giving, beloved, you are dying unknowingly. It is like eating without going to the restaurant. There is no way you will. It's a matter of time. You will die. Beloved, this man that God was blessing refused to appreciate God with the little that God gives to him. If we say, I, sometimes I hear our CP talk about giving as a executive chapter. But do you know that it's not that you gave that matters. God knows what he has blessed you with. And God also, there's a level, a percentage of what God is expecting from you. If somebody gives 1,000 as an offering, it could be all that that person has. But you, that God has so much blessed, and you also give 500, as far as heaven is concerned, you give nothing. And heaven sees you as a stingy human being. And because of that, the same God that gave you can as well take from you. Because you are not making any impact with what God has given to you. Did you have ever asked yourself why God gave the children of Israel the favor he gave to them in Egypt to go and collect silver, gold, and so on and so forth? The Bible said he gave them favor. And when he gave them favor, they went out. And the Bible said the Egyptians gave them gold and gave them silver. Question, why should God allow make provision, make way for them to be given gold and silver when they were entering into the wilderness. There is no shop right in the wilderness. There is no main market in the wilderness. There is no, nothing like, nothing like Kingsway or whatever in the wilderness. Why did God make provision for them to have the gold and the silver while they were going into the wilderness? He didn't tell them the reason why. But the Bible said why they were having that and Abraham and Moses was called up to the mountain by God. The word of God said that was when they now came to Aaron and said, make a God for us like other nations. And the Bible said the same blessing that God gave to them 
was what they now gave to be used to ever to use to make graven image for them. And the word of God said, by the time Moses came down, all the people that were involved in that idolatry all died. And the Bible said, after that, God now said to Moses, tell the rest that didn't surrender their own gold and silver. Let them bring it for the building of the tabernacle. So why did God give them? For the building of his tabernacle. For the building of his church. To, for the propagation of the gospel. The people that, that misappropriated, yes, the Bible says they died. When you do not use what God has given to you for the glory, for the propagation of the of the gospel, beloved, it could be the reason why your business is going down. It could be the reason why doors are shutting. Whether you like it or not, in this COVID-19, there are people that their businesses are exploding. Why people are saying things are not moving well, things are bad. There are people that are having the best time of their life. Why? Because they know the kingdom principle. Don't be like Lord. Be like Abraham. And the last one, the Bible said that he separated from Abraham. And as soon as he separated from Abraham, the word of God said he lost the comfort. He lost the source of his blessing. When you take fish out from the water, the fish will die because water is the source. Take plants out from the ground. After a while, the plants will die. Lot separated the source of his blessing and the Bible said he began to die. Ladies and gentlemen, the only time, hear me and hear me well, the only time Jesus separated from his father on the cross, he died. The only time Jesus separated from his father on the cross, he died. It is only a fool that will take the risk to live his life outside of God. If you separate yourself from God, Ladies and gentlemen, you are already a dead, a walking corpse. If you separate your life from the source of life, then which other life are you living? If you are not living in the giver of life, then which life are you living? You are living a dangerous life. Ladies and gentlemen, May you not end like Lord, and you will not end like Lord. May you be someone that will be sensitive and will make up his or her mind to live for God and for God alone. Shall we all stand? You know, one, of the, one other thing that finished Lord was spiritual insensitivity. Why? 
Because the Bible said Abraham told him, make the choice first. And the Bible said that he looked and saw a greener pasture, a very greenish place. And the Bible said that was where he chose. Not knowing that the place has already been marked for destruction. When Lot went to Sodom, Sodom was not like the way it was when God destroyed it. To him, it was a good place. But he didn't know that where he was going spiritually had already been marked for destruction. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof is a way of death. Destruction. Please be careful the life you live. I tell people these days, I think it was Dr. Pascal who said something like that. Oh, okay, no. Oba. Say, whatever the life we are living now is by the grace of God. The way the, the world, the, the, I went to mortuary the other day to see him and father-in-law's body. By 6 a.m., there were already about 70-something people. By the time it was 9 o'clock, there were already about 300 and something that came to see their dead works. Dead works. Dead works. Between now and December, we don't know who is next. Don't play with your life. Don't end like Lord. Make up your mind that every spirit of Lord will die today. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. If you are here, you just want to make it right with God. You want to make it right with Him. You, want, you don't want to end like God. Are you in competition with someone else or with yourself? The Bible says, the one that compared himself with another is a fool. Have you forgotten where heaven picked you from? You are here, you want to make it. Or oh, have you separated yourself? You've been living life without him. You want to make it right with him. Can you raise up your hand and I will pray for you? You want to make it right. God bless you. Lift up your hands. Place your hands on your chest. God bless you. Place your hands on your chest. Just repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you as a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. In any way, I've got it wrong. I am sorry. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From today, Jesus, I will live 
for you and for you alone. Help me to run this race and to finish strong. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray it. Father, we thank you for these words. They will not miss heaven. They will not miss heaven. Devil, you have lost these words. And you have lost them forever. From today, Jesus has taken over their lives. Lord, they will run and they will end well because they are running with you. Pray, O oh God Almighty, that every distraction around their lives is hereby arrested in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray everyone put your hands on your head. Put your hands on your head. Put your hands on your head. Father of our Lord Jesus, the spirit of Lord shall not control anyone here. Anything that has to do with Lord, whatever thing that Lord did that made him to end and to end badly and to be to become a failure in life today. If there is any one of us here that such threat is already in his or her life, Father, let it be uprooted now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, nobody here today, by the grace of God, shall be heaven. Help us, O God, the grace to run and to run and to finish well. We receive it now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O God. Because we believe you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray it. Yeah.